Hello everybody and welcome to a brand new and exciting episode of Our Take on Hollyoaks. My name is Jonathan, I'll be your host today, and joining me as always we have Corian and for a very special guest, Tony Ann. Hey Tony Ann. Hello. Hey Corian. Hello. Alright, so we've got a lot to cover and what's weird about this is I didn't think that this was going to be a big week and whew, it turned Holly out to Oaks be said... amazing. We've got things to show you and tell you. Exactly. So let's talk about some news first. Um, big piece of news just broke, and that's that uh, Romeo and Celeste are going to kind of get it on and kiss. What do you guys think of this potential <laughs> pairing? I was not expecting it. Did not see it coming at all. Did not even put it on my radar. But now that I know what's a thing, I need it. I think it's a really nice surprise. Like, I'm very... Because Romeo hasn't really had much to do. And we just assumed that Celeste and Toby were going to be in and, you know, just be the messes that they were for everyone else. But nope. I like that, you know, it's going to be taking, like, a, a fun little turn. Will it become anything full-on? Whoever knows with the show. They could just be fuck buddies and that could just be it. But... I don't know. I have to see how it how it's gonna happen on screen, but they definitely would be pretty together. Um, Has Hollyoaks ever done an open marriage? Relationships, yeah. yes. Marriage, no. Yeah, I don't I think, think so. I don't, I don't think, think so. marriage. But yeah, I'd be okay with it. But biggest thing is Ashley said that she wants to see him, uh, Celeste, walk him around on a leash, and I would like to see it. Yeah, I think that could that could definitely be arranged. Uh, uh, yeah, let me just uh, break into the writers' room and get something done. Yeah, we'll we'll get it real quick. Um, <laughs> so here's my thing that for the next story. So Gregory Finnegan um, reacted uh, to the whole shocking body bag mystery, and my favorite thing about that was he said, "You know what? It could it could just be a fake out." This could just be a, a big twist. And I'm like, stop putting that out there. Let us sit here and deduce who this is. Ugh. I know. Like, why would you say that? Because, duh, we're already thinking that. But don't help us. Watch it just be like, I don't know, like a day player. I'd be so mad. Well, people are speculating because our next story is that there's a new cop um, played by Colin Kerr as Mr. George Kiss. And they're theorizing that, you know, he could be the body bag and that he might be, you know, a lover for John Paul. And that's why he's so upset. And what a great what a great soap name. First of all, I thought you'd appreciate the name. George Kiss. I love it. Um, I I don't think he's gay. Does that matter in Hollyoaks? Well, I mean, I don't think he's coming on as gay, I should say. I don't know. I don't think think it's going to be that cut and dry. I don't think whoever's going to be in this body bag is going to just be a new character introduced and brought in as a love interest. Like, I don't think that's going to happen. And I think when the actor said that he has no idea, you know, he's hoping to say, but... I think a few people that actually know. Like, I would imagine it's just a few people in the writer's room that just actually have this planned out, and the rest just no idea. Yeah. Which that... But I don't. I it's it's not gonna be that cut and dry. Like it it won't be. So I think it's gonna be a shock. I think it's gonna be someone big. Do you have any theories on who you think it is? I don't know. Maybe like a McQueen will come back. 
and die. And then get killed off. Yeah. That tends to be what happens. I'd be so upset. Maybe Michaela comes back and she gets killed. Oh, oh don't put that Michaela. in the universe. I, I love mean, her. I mean, eh. Michaela McQueen is... She's, she's okay to guy. I'd be okay. Yeah, that's oh. what, she's been gone for 10 years and we're fine. We're you fine. don't think it's Mercedes, do you? No. No. Mercedes is going to be there till for, until Jennifer decides she wants to go. Yeah. Um, But, uh, Goran, did you watch any of Richard Blackburn on EastEnders? And how no, excited what? are you that he's coming to Hollyoaks? I sure fucking did. And Richard Blackwood is an incredible actor. I think I think what I love the most about him is like so I've known about Richard Blackwood for a while, not like before EastEnders, only because he's like he's like a pretty big comedian there and like a host and like just like a celebrity all around. Like he's actually mad funny. He's kinda like the UK's Will Smith in a lot of ways. Um like, he can do, like, comedy, he can do dramatic acting, and, like, people just really like him. And I think another thing that I've always really liked about him, too, is that he's always stood up for minority actors, especially Black actors, and, like, he's been on a lot of shows, just, like, really fighting for, you know, equality and those sorts of things, and he's been super vocal about it. But, like, as far as acting, like, you... Someone who's, like, a comedian like he is, you would never expect for him to do such a great job with a dramatic role. But when I tell you on EastEnders, just, like... What he did. Just, wow. Especially, like, next to his fucking wife. Like, his wife was just, like, the funniest person on that entire show until, what's her name, Karen came or whatever. Um, But, like... It's I'm this is just such a big win for the show. Like it's really hard to put into words unless you've seen him on EastEnders, just to know just how good of an actor is he. He's just super dedicated and like the fact that he's being added into this drama with the Devereaux family, which is already like peak heavy drama already, it's just gonna be it's going to be insane. Like I can't even people are so imagine mad. it. People are I so love it. The EastEnders girls are mad. Can not get him back? I love it. Yeah, Dude. especially since his character, what was his character's name again? Vincent. Vincent. Vincent left on like a cliffhanger. No yes. one knows if he's alive or dead. Nope, we don't know. And guess what? We're not going to find out for a long time because sure Alex won't. is wrapping him up and it's going to be perfect. It is such a, a big, big, big win for this show. And, and I'm and, just so excited. And like you said, playing with those characters. Yeah. And in this year, and with who he could potentially play with, could you imagine his scenes with him versus Warren? Oh Ooh. my God. Because that's oh where my, my mind went. Like, I think I I immediately thought about him and Walter and scenes together. Like that shit is gonna be who. Well, I mean, and dude, could you imagine the chemistry between Martine and him? Yeah, it's like, gonna be. This is the best gift that they could possibly have. So, yeah, they really, they job. really, really won with this, actually. So you have to applaud them for that. Something I'm excited is... because you guys are so excited. I have no context with this guy, but you guys are so excited about it. I'm all in. Well, stay tuned. Yeah, it's hard. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's hard, it's to, hard describe. to describe him other than just being like, "Yo, this show is gonna it, be really good." Can you send me clips side. of the show he was on before this? Yeah, we'll, so I can we'll find some and we'll uh, send them out on the twitters for everybody. So, the next story, you know what? I'm actually kind of excited for, and that's that Maxine is going to be a hooker. 
And I'm assuming Liam is going to be her pimp? Yes. The storyline kicked off on this, actually, Monday's on Monday. uh, episode. Uh, and whew, I'm, I'm actually really excited to see the dark path that they take her on to, I feel like, rebuild the character. Yeah, she needs some major rebuilding. Um, hmm, how do I ask this tactfully? Giving... She'd be a good lady of the night. I think she could give a good. A good I ride. mean, I would agree, except she's basically the town pariah right now because of all she's, of her lies. Yeah, she's not sleeping with people in town. Liam's right. Her out that's to why she just has a people. pimp. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was. That's why I'm like, would yeah. anybody in Hollyoaks Village actually oh, sleep with no, her no. right now? The the way that Hollyoaks pimps work is they get you people from around town to come in and, and screw you. James okay. like, James, all the time. like when James was pimping out Harry. Yep, the true love story. I wasn't watching then, so no idea how that how that all worked. That makes more sense. Okay, thank you. Yeah, so like Liam gets this uh I don't even know how to say it, this skeezy guy to come in and to woo him over, he just pours out Maxine. It's like I guess it's like a bit of a Quip a pro natural quo. progression for the, the character. If I'm being honest, like she came in and everyone thought she was a prostitute already. True. And then she's had literally every single job. She's failed at it. She has been kicked down into the dumpster. She's thrown herself into the dumpster and fucked up her own shit repeatedly. It's like, at this point, this this kind of makes sense. You are... What else do you have? Like, what else could you do? Is it wrong that I just hope she ends up embracing it? I don't want her to she cry needs to. Time. I feel like that's. I don't want do her to be bit. the victim prostitute either. Like, be a hoe and just own it. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so, let's dive into this week's story. Um, oh, and God. there's no bigger or smaller place to start than the big story of the week, which is that. Jesse Donovan got married to Courtney, but only after finding out that Grace and James shot Mercedes, and then he proceeds to drink himself to death. <sighs> Ow. My poor baby. He's the the wrong one died. <laughs> no. No, I, think, no, I, no, I, I think won't say that. Time. I think, I think it was his that... Jesse has had these feelings for a very long time, and, like, they come in every now and then. Like, I really don't know why they just really wrote for the character. Because um, these are these are the same feelings he's had for a very long time, and, like, they'll come out in random bursts when, like, one member of his family dies, and they'll go away again, and he disappears, kind of. So it's just, like, it really felt like a good moment for the character, because I was like, oh, shit, like, this could probably go somewhere. But then, he dies! Um, classic Hollyoaks. But I, I, I think it was, like, really interesting the way that they that they wrote it i think it was topher who was talking about it on twitter but like throughout the entire like that entire week for those few episodes he was drinking and like it wasn't up until like the few scenes at the end where you really saw like he was super drunk people were like hey slow down but like he'd be talking to someone he'd take like a sip of champagne he'd be like oh walking through a room yeah. like oh i'm so nervous i'll have like another sip and then someone will give him they another glass and then they were it. drinking again and again and like it was very much just, and and I think that's why, like, a lot of, like, there were some articles that went out um, from Hollyoaks, and they were, you know, talking about, like, people checking in on their friends, you know, when you're out drinking and making sure everyone's okay. And I was like, those things can 
absolutely happen. They can happen very fast without you even knowing it. Like you can just be out having a good time and drinking such a, a part of social life that like it could just be happening and then all of a sudden you're wasted and then a few more drinks in and you could be destroying your liver and fucking dying. So I thought that was such a very, very interesting aspect of the episode when they, when they it's real kind life. Of framed it that way. Yeah. Like you said, and that fact that this does happen him. and you feel bad for him. And I love that they didn't tell us beforehand. And I know. I will say this. Let me just, just go ahead and say, I don't like the character of Courtney, but Amy knocked it out of the park. Yeah, I don't, I don't like so. I don't like Jesse or Courtney either, and I was sobbing this week. I hate this show has this power over me that characters I can't stand, they either make me like them or they make me cry when they die. I honestly don't think she did well. There were no there were no tears on her face. But uh, I was happy that she didn't get a happy ending. Can we just think, talk about the directing? I think Ryan said that, and I was like, that's so true. I was like, I'm just very happy in the end that she did not get a happy ending. I think it was on Wednesday. It might have been Thursday, because I was kind of watching it E4 pace for the first half of the week. Um, when she found out that Jesse was gone, and, and they did that zoom in on her face, and like the and like the room kind of blurred behind her, and they just kind of zoomed in on her face, I thought that shot was really cool. Oh, man, no offense. I actually hated that. I also hate it because earlier in the episode they zoomed in on the phone and it was really fast. And I was like, what the fuck is this? They did, and it, kind it, of, it threw me off. It, I didn't like it. It was a quick was pull weird. away from Courtney, too. Like, that's... I, I agree. I, it, it threw me off. I liked it, I think. I don't know. I would have to, like, look at it again from it a just, cinematography point of view, but it, it, it just felt weird. so non-Hollyoaks. Like, it was really bizarre to me. But... I get, I get that it was like a really emotional moment though, and like that's why they treated it that way with Courtney. But it was just so after that weird cartoony zoom in with the phone that I was like, what the fuck is this? So, where do you think the the Grace and James secret goes now? To Liam, he's gonna fucking shoot both of them, unless Grace shoots the both of them first, which she has promised to do on multiple occasions. Yeah. I- I just think it's, like, I just need to say that, like, Tamara Wall, whenever they give her material like this, with, like, Grace holding a secret or, like, Grace just in despair and and full of guilt, like, she, there's just something about the way that she acts, like, it just kills me. Like, you can see it all over her face. Like It was so good. It just p- comes out of nowhere. Like, you just see her face and you're like, oh, shit. Like, she's guilty. Like, she feels awful. But, like, she's trying to hold it together. And she does that so well. And I think it was, like, it was also, like, another interesting layer for this. Because, like, it, if this hadn't have happened, it would have just been James, you know, threatening to go to the cops and snitch on them again. But, like... Now this is adding, like, a new layer to it. Like, you know, she had to learn how to forgive her brother and Mercedes for leaving her for dead, and then she gets this revenge, and then it winds up killing her other brother, and now she feels like... It, it's like this weird karmic situation. It's like, you you did this bad thing to, you know, for justice for yourself, but you wound up losing something super important to you. I think that was just... A, like, I, w- I was just thinking, like, what else could have happened to have made this story have another, you know, big, impactful jump other than killing Jesse? Yeah. No, they they did it in the best way. And it was a fitting end to Jesse. 
you know, like it that story and the way that it went out and what this left us with, like it, it was the best way to write the character out because he'll actually be impactful to the story than him just leaving town. He might actually be more impactful to story dead than alive. Yep. Rip, Jesse. Okay. Rip. So. So many dead Donovans. Yes. Bring bring back Claire. Please, just one. That's all I need. Just we just want Claire. Um. So, what did you guys think of Jordan's drug plan? Um. As he slipped some fentanyl into, uh, Sid's backpack. I'm intrigued to see where this goes. Oh, my God. Well, we kind of know where this goes based on the flash forward, but I'm intrigued to see how we get there. I, I'm, I don't know how I feel yet. Because he I, looks like he smells. <laughs> he looks like a mix between Johnny and Jay from Degrassi, and I can't unsee it every time I look at him. He does, yeah. Oh, now I can't see it. I didn't. I didn't even think about that one. Um, He's also literally the same character. Yeah. <laughs> he really uh, is. But would you guys like to see late Leela or? Um... He looked like he was into both of them. I know Perry, Leela and Perry. Like, or could they have a little threesome? Mom and daughter threesome, Jonathan. <laughs> yeah, no, um, no. I'm sorry. It's it's popular on the internet right now. I'm just saying. Like, a lot of things are popular on the internet. Doesn't Your mean I want internet? to see it on my screen. What that are you is, talking about? That is true. Well, <laughs> we anyway. need to check your Pornhub history because <laughs> this shit sounds crazy to me. You need some help. But for real, who would you? What would you like to see him do? Nothing. I would just. I don't want to see him having any kind of relations with anyone because he. Nope. He just grosses me out. No. Yeah, I don't I don't need to see him with anyone because whoever they put him with is going to end up getting hurt in the long run. Like he can just be the big bad guy who's selling drugs throughout the village. Like that's fine. But he's not the big bad guy. He's a middleman. Like true. Man, you know that. Like he's not. He he's roped into this just like everybody else. So who do we think his boss is? Have uh, we met Edward. them yet? Yeah, that would be my guess. But not or, Edward. Or, or Verity. It probably Verity. Edward's just like evil. He's not a. He doesn't do drugs. Verity though. Verity. Or, or one Verity of is coming back, evil. right? Yes. Yes. I don't um, know. I just don't. I. The character just. He, uh, he just just creeps me out right now. Yeah. But that I, I mean that's his point. He's serving his point. And he's doing it well. I mean, but... Sid creeped us out when we first saw him, too. And then, like, after they killed off um, his father, I can't, Stuart, I think his name was, um, then it changed. So maybe it'll change for this one, too. No, I feel like he won't stick around very long. These, like, middleman bad guys don't tend to last very long on Hollyoaks. And plus, there's also so many bad guys right now in Hollyoaks. There's so many that Are I just there? Talked to you. you have Warren, Edward, uh, yeah, um, Sid. I mean, Sid. Sid's not redeemed, a bad guy anymore. They redeemed Sid. Jordan, and, oh. um, Liam, Liam, Grace, Grace is Grace, back at it. Um, 
Like it just keeps growing. I'm like, hey, yeah, I, you're right. Do we throw Donna Marie on that list? No, because I don't think she's relevant. Um, I've also she, heard she's not lasting very long. I don't either. think she will. Oh, thank the Lord. She in today's uh, C4 episode overdosed. Yeah. And oh, I saw the spoilers. Away. So let's talk about her for a minute. What did what? Did, or, I'm glad they brought her back to wrap this up, and they didn't forget about her. But I'm not upset if she does. Me either. I never needed to see her again. She's slightly more tolerable without Mac there, but not by much. I still think she's a funny character, but oh, I love, I love her as an actress. But she could die. I think but... Romeo and Juliet would be better off for her if she died. Yes. Yes. I still can't believe she named her children Romeo and Juliet, but that's neither here nor there. So, I was trying to save the best for last, but I'm kind of at that point that, and I think the rest just kind of all ties in together. So, let's talk about the king right now, Mr. Imran yes. Adams, as Mitchell came out to his mother. And let's, let's yeah, just you're talk, talking about Jesse was the story part. of the week. This was the story. So, what do you, <sighs> this sounds terrible, just... and I don't know how to throw it to you, Corinne, but... <laughs> how, did, him how did you think this story was played mm-hmm. out for an authentic feel and the way that it was told? As the only black person here today, <laughs> I can say that this storyline was authentically black. <laughs> Thank you. Done. I just need the black. I'm leaving Thank now. <laughs> I'm out. Anyway, but no, it was like I was so I every time I think I can't be surprised by Imran Adams, like he just takes it to a new level and I'm just blown away. Can and we give him all the awards? Just all of them? Every single one of it. them? And then Kelly Kelly Bryant was just oh she so is good. just killing it and uh, what I what I love is that, like, their dynamic is just so interesting. Like, there's so many years of just, like, regret and, like, you know, Mitchell feeling neglected and abandoned by his mother and then, you know, trying to repair that relationship. And then regardless of all of that, Martine is just, like, I fucked up, but I love you and you're my son and I will do absolutely anything for you. And, like, she means it. Like, she is there for him 100%. She was really out there signing him up for Grinder and looking for mm-hmm. new men when he was trying to get back to Scott and Scott dumped him. Like, it was just like, it was such a beautiful moment. And I think what what really stuck with me was just that when Mitchell was talking about being a Black British Jamaican man and like those three things typically do not equate to being an out and proud gay man either like there's so much number one stigma against being black and british but like there's so much stigma in being jamaican and being gay and as someone who is a gay jamaican like that shit is really rough like thankfully i didn't have to deal with a lot of the shit that a lot of people you know in my father's home country have to deal with like people are still regularly murdered in jamaica for being gay regularly 
like that's just the culture there it's so conservative and so strict and like for Mitchell to actually be terrified to tell his grandfather like it makes so much sense like I was terrified to tell my father that I was gay like that was my biggest fear anyone else I knew I could tell and I would be fine but my dad I was like shit like he's gonna fucking hate me crazy thing was my dad was actually the one who was the most cool with it and it was fine but like a lot of people aren't that fucking lucky and so hearing him say those words and seeing that story unfold on TV like felt so surreal for me because I never felt like any of these gay stories that I've seen portrayed on TV has ever directly reflected things that I have been through. Like that's, it's typically just not what happens. We see the white boys who come out and get their pretty white boyfriend and that's it. And they move on and they're happily ever after and they adopt kids and blah, blah, blah. That's what we always get. That's what we always see. Um, That's why that Love, Simon shit was fucking stupid. I said it. That's why broke back mountain smells like cow manure. I said it. Like, show me something different. I'm tired of seeing the the white gay experience. Like, I want to see more culture and diversity in these stories because people have been through a lot of different shit. But also a lot of people have been through different shit, have been through the same shit. And there's just like no diversification to like bring these people closer together. And it's just crazy that this is now happening and it's 2020 just well it feels like we should have seen something like this so long ago but i'm more than happy that we're seeing it now and it's you know imran adams at the forefront and he is going to he's just he's gonna kill the lord season he's just going to and he's going to take them all we mentioned this before previously on this podcast and others but it's crazy the the trajectory this story is taking from the start, you know, right? with the whole Scott and that relationship and who he was in love with and if he was in love with Anita or if he was in love with Scott and just telling that perspective of the story and then involving that to the dynamics of a black Jamaican man who is both Christian and gay and doesn't know how to deal right. with that. It's just phenomenal work and like in the hands of anybody else i don't know if it would have been as impactful or as resonating you know like i'm not a black jamaican gay no? christian man unfortunately you're not jabari i'm not jabari Hall, <laughs> but i do understand that struggle like you know like I, I feel his pain that he's going through and i i, I sympathize with him right. and i want to empathize and it just he makes it relatable to like a certain like even if you're not living that life or if you've never experienced any of these exact emotions like he is an actor that can pull you in and make it relatable for you which is what you should do as an actor you should be able to connect with people you know through your work and your emotions and your acting and the writing also doesn't need to be like knocked on this like when martine said the line of but i'm your mom like, what right. made you think that I would not be here for you? And what made you think that I would not, like, do anything? Like, you silly, stupid boy. And right. she just was there for him throughout. Like, good on you. Good on you. But things kept kind of evolving through the week because that wasn't his only thing. Because then, while Martine's trying to hook him up on, like, okay, Cupid, he's over here swiping on Grinder, And he gets a hookup. And he goes to do it. And he's like, you know what? No, this isn't for me at all. Grow up. Now, now, do we uh, think it's because he's not ready to be out, or do you think it's because he still loves Scott? 
Both. Or both. 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 I really probably both. I both, but also like I think you know your first not Scott gay experience shouldn't be hooking up with somebody in a dark alleyway. Yeah. I also think that like he's just worried that you know having this non Scott gay experience just really means that he's gay. Yes. Like you're like you are a homosexual if you have sex with anyone other than this person that you know you've been hiding out with and pretending you're not gay. Because like, she had, he had a wig. And he had right. these, this look to him. Right. Like, it's just, you are, you're gay now. Like, you're hooking up with men. And it's it's too real for him, like you said. But we'll see. Did anybody goes. think that the hookup might have been John Paul? No. At first? No. John Paul's also not that. Yeah. He wouldn't be hooking up. If Steve was in town, then yeah. Steve would 100% just get it, but... Absolutely. Nah. Not John Paul. Our John Paul has got a little bit more taste. Kind of. A little. Not much more. <laughs> would much we more. be open to a possibility of Mitchell and John Paul? No. No. <laughs> I, I, want this to, I want this to stay contained where it is. Because if we add John Paul into the mix, and then John Paul's also with James, that's literally... A gay two-way triangle. <laughs> that is too much, Tony Ann. That's too so, much. No, but here's the thing. You're and I this is not a slam against you. Literally at all. But it's gonna come out as one, so I'm just prefacing that. You're thinking as an American soap fan. No, I get it. No, it's that's totally true. It's the American soap fan in me that's thinking. Like it's all of our gays have to be in this bubble. All of our blacks need to be segregated to the corner, and that's not how this yeah. works and that's what's great about Hollywood is no we have literally a million different people that are sexually fluid and just fucking and it's brilliant and they don't all have to interact together and it's great yeah and I think like and I think to that point too like even though we're getting you know Mitchell and Toby's father Mitchell and Toby and Celeste are here or Toby and Celeste are here to like meddle in Mitchell's life like yeah a lot of the black characters are interacting and a lot of them are related in some ways but they are also integral in so many other parts of the canvas and like this Azim and Scott thing also extends out into that too like it's not there's black family drama but they're also still a part of the village drama as a whole. Whereas if this was Young and the Restless, then it would be this this drama one day a one day a week, four times a month, and it would be so slow moving and it would be so boring. It, it would hardly be on and be boring. Like it, it'd be a completely different story. But this is like this is a front burner story. Like this is, you know, actually John and I have been talking about this for for a long time. Like we were worried, you know thinking like so like american soap fans like oh this story is just gonna get pushed to the side because we'd heard about it it been teased and it'd been months and months and months and we'd seen very little of it we'd just seen you know mitchell you know being mad at scott and you know hiding scott and we're like that's it like this is the only thing that we're seeing but now this story is really taking over and it's it's kind of it's kind of baffling and i and similarly i think like the the gay love triangles are kind of baffling to see these things happening because we're not used to it Mm -hmm. um but like i don't think they need to connect and i don't think they need to be a part of each other i like them as their separate things because it makes it it cements its place and makes it something 
real and something, you know, not done just for a cash grab and for attention and the GLAD award. You know what I mean? Dude, yeah. 100% because we're just used to that GLAD award mentality of just, yeah. you got to have your token gaze for your token token awards so you can get your token press and that's not what this is last thing i want to say on that part just going off of what you just said Corian, is it's so nice to watch hollyoaks and know that it's everything's done with a long long story in mind right like or not maybe in mind but it becomes that like i know my time matters to it because like you said we've been waiting for these stories forever now and just being kind of like all right when's it coming but we get yeah. the payoff now now kind of to your point do we think that this new character who's going to be mitchell's father and has the past with martine is that who martine was on the phone with all those months ago i don't remember you remember when martine kept getting those phone calls before mitchell came to town uh maybe possibly i never yeah she had that it's been a long time we've slept since it has been a long time yeah and watched a little bit more TV than that. So I kind of forgot all that. But that'd be interesting. I, I think that's something that they would definitely call back on. So, Koran, you mentioned the Scott Azim and Mitchell dynamic of it. So what I don't I don't really know how I feel about Scott and Azim. I love them. Why? I, well I just love Scott and I want Scott to have all the good things and for Scott to actually like for somebody to actually want Scott for Scott and for Scott to not have to hide in the shadows, I think is just really kind of awesome because even though I don't have a lot of history with this character, I don't think he's ever had that. Like, I don't think he's ever had where he's someone's first choice. Well, he hasn't, but here's my question. This is kind of where I was going with it. I don't feel like Scott likes Izzy. I feel like Scott's just using Azim to get over Mitchell. I think Scott could like Azim, like eventually. Yeah, I think I... maybe I think maybe Azim is too into Scott right now, and I, I I don't know. I I think it could go either way. I'm not I'm not fully sold on it yet though. Obviously, like it's not right. Like, I don't that's think my kind of thing. It's like I it, but then this week or this coming week. Um, they're going to talk about moving away. And, you know, the question is, if that happens, like, ugh. Like, that's just going to leave a kind of sour taste in my mouth, because I don't think think Scott really loves a scene yet. See, I don't actually see them leaving. If that happens, I see either Scott deciding he doesn't want to go, or Mitchell stopping him from leaving. Yeah, these teases of leaving the village hardly ever happen, Jonathan. You know better than that. <laughs> Can't I just fall for the clickbait just this one time? No, you no, know better than No, because every this. time Come I on. fall for the clickbait, you yell at me. I mean, it's true, but I, we're also on a podcast, and I'm trying to spark discussion, so it's it's there for it. Um, but it, all I'm gonna say is it's it's interesting to to have all these gays on the show, and the last gays we got to talk about is the OG gay, John Paul. I love him. He's my favorite with McQueen. Really? Yes. 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 I, I do have to say that John Paul is better this time around. This, this he time looks around. hotter. Yes. And I actually really like 
he he seems to have they seem to have a better grip on the character. Like a lot of the things that John Paul was doing before he left felt super out of character. Like he was just like the obsession that he had with like Steve and James mm-hmm. and like it it felt too catering to shippers when John uh-huh. Paul is just he's level headed. He's not he wouldn't be that way all the time and he became that all the time like that's just not the character and seeing him like seeing him come back to school and filling in for Sienna for Sally and like you know getting at Juliet and then eventually bonding with Juliet felt so that was so awesome it was very it was like a very nostalgic thing it was very John Paul that's my thing is this time around John Paul feels like John Paul he did not last time around last time around I don't know I I don't think they had a grip on who the character was as an adult yeah, you know, like I was felt, ready for him to leave by the end of it. One hundred percent. I was like, you know what? Yeah, they, it, it was time. Um, but it felt very much like a Stee. He got involved with Stee. Yeah. And that just ruined literally everything about the character. And I'm glad to see that they've rehabbed him, took that break, and now he's back to being fun. He's very much, dude. He yeah, he's fun again. Prince, like he fits as the this teacher and yeah. knowing that he's going to be even more involved with school and knowing that he's going to just continue to be and submit himself in that and be the fun guy and hook up with James and hook up with this person and like have this like long-standing story like I'm glad that John Paul is John Paul again and not and they brought back Matthew Jesus oh Matthew Jesus is needed to Little, little chubby Matthew Jesus, all grown up, a little baby. I love that baby. He's such a good. He's kid. been he's been through so much. He's the only good one. <laughs> uh, okay. What what else happened this week? Is there anything else you guys want to discuss before we get out of here? I love John Paul's reaction to James and Liam. Oh, so you two are a thing now? Oh. Huh. Okay. Dude. I love James trying to explain who Juliet was to him. Just being like, that's my half-sister. It's complicated. <laughs> did Don't did you get the impression that he thought that that was his daughter instead of his sister? I mean... Before he said, no. sis, before he said sister, he had this look on his face like, is this your kid? Well, because, I mean, Romeo is, so it wouldn't surprise him to have Juliet And technically, well. Romeo is her brother. Yes. which, uh, But also uh, her uncle. Soaps, that's everybody. some, that's Wait, some days of cousin. No, she's his aunt. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's some days My of our mistake. lives level crazy right there. That's her brother, but also her nephew. That's what I meant. Yes. My mistake. How could I get that wrong? <laughs> right. So easy. Um, all right. Well, very cool. So as we do on all the Arctic shows, it's time to rate the week. What would you give this week on a scale of 1 to 10, Tony Ann? I think I'm going to give it a 9. It was a pretty good week for me. Nice. I'm going to give it give it a solid 8.5. I think what brought it down for me is Courtney. <laughs> Fucking Courtney. <laughs> I'm telling you, I told her. No, I'm not going to say it on no, the podcast. Don't say it on I'll say it later. Wait. I'll say it later. But she, Where do we knows. think the character of Courtney is actually going to go from here? Uh, hopefully she'll we'll roll on out, out. here. Roll she's out! <laughs> roll, just like an Autobot. Roll I out. love you. I love you, girl. Cute. You know, we talked on Twitter. 
This is nothing against you, but I hate Courtney. I love you. You are right, but I when, hate Courtney. When R. Mark uh, was asking us uh, why we hated Courtney, I was like, it's not that I hate her. I just, she doesn't need to exist. Yeah. That's it. Like, like she just, literally. She just, everyone. She was there for a little bit, and that was fine. And then she just stuck around, and I don't, I don't know why. Everyone else in her family was so much better than her, but you killed them. You put them in jail. You left us with Courtney. Lucky. <laughs> Oh my God. Every day, every day, I think about Lockie and what we could have had, <laughs> what we, what we deserved, and what we got was not. We got Courtney. That's, that's what we got. It's so sad. It's just. But I do have. I we do have to put that disclaimer. It is not. We don't hate Courtney because she's in a wheelchair. <laughs> no, it's true. It's not. People have. People have tried to tell me that. No. But I was like, no. No, it's just that she's just boring. I'm in a wheelchair not... and I don't like Courtney. Thank I just you. Th- there we go. Thank you. Tell See, girl. It's just just like how I throw it to Corian for the black perspective. I'll throw it to you oh for the God. wheelchair perspective. It's fine. And you know fine. what I'm gonna do? Um, I'm gonna throw you and this shit on. <laughs> I mean that's fine. That's why you. I love, love you. Um. So I give it also an eight because honestly, Courtney too. Um. And that just kind of. Oof. I just I wanted her to die too. I'm sorry. I just knowing that she's still around here. It honestly should have been Courtney. With I little like onion. Who's girl. to say it's That's not gonna be Courtney in another few weeks? I no, I think she's just gonna leave town, and that's fine. Wow. Yeah. I, I just. I mean, I, I could. I could see them doing like a depression suicide thing. No. You don't think? I, I think that'd be cool. That'd be cool, but they're not gonna do that. The the show's too. Oh. What's the word I'm thinking of? That that you have to balance that kind of story out. And they're doing too much other stuff. I can't see a suicide think, story right now. You think there's too much other dramatic stuff going on yeah. that throwing that in would kind of tip the scales it, it in would the just, other yeah. direction? I don't, I, yeah, I don't think this is going to be Courtney's dramatic story. I think no. this is a Grace dramatic story. I yes. think Courtney will eventually be Roll on out. Gone. Um, yeah. So... For me, it's also an eight. Um, well, on that note, you can follow us on Twitter at Artake Media. You can follow Corian at Not Corian. You can follow Tony at XO, Tony Roni XO, and I am at SoapWikiJohn. Please use the hashtag ArtakeHollyoaks when discussing this episode of the podcast and rate, review, and subscribe on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, etc. so that we can keep getting our listener numbers up so more people can find out about us and interact and join in on the Team Hollyoaks fun. Um, I'm just going to say this. Make sure to watch the National Television Awards um, tomorrow as we read yes. out for uh, Hollyoaks, Gregory Finnegan, and Imran Adams to make a clean sweep in all of their awards uh, because we're rooting for them and we'll be live tweeting along with the rest of you guys um and if you guys don't have anything else bye-bye we're good bye everybody bye.